from the Ticats Audio Network. This is Ticats Today with Louis Butko. Yes, it is Ticats Today for a Wednesday, October the 12th, 2022. Thanks for checking us out on the Ticats Audio Network. Louis Butko here with you from Tim Hortons Field, where the Ticats just wrapping up. Their final practice of the week ahead of Friday's game in Calgary when they take on the Stampeders. Of course, you can catch that game right here on the Ticats Audio Network. 9.30 kickoff, 8.30 with Tiger Cats pregame as Bubba O'Neill and Andy Fantuz getting set for that one. Uh, speaking of the Ticats Audio Network, you can always subscribe, like, leave a comment, uh, let us know how we're doing. You can email us game day at ticats.ca. Uh, and like I said, check us out as there's this show and any other great shows, including a brand new episode of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker, available now, and a new episode of the CFL This Week, uh, which will be dropping shortly on the platform. And uh, you can tune in later this week on a brand new Speaking with the Enemy uh, when I check in with uh, the Calgary Suns, Danny Austin, to get the other side of the story ahead of Friday's game. Uh, coming up on today's show, we're going to hear from Coach O. We'll hear from Malik Carney. Uh, we'll hear from Lawrence Woods the third, and I'll go one-on-one with the running backs coach of the Ticats. That is Coach Jared Baines. Uh, so we'll talk to Coach JB coming up here on today's show. Ticats fans, it's time to ride on our strength from now until Thursday. Purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or light truck tires to receive a $100 Ticats rewards card and be entered to win our road trip sweepstakes. Available at participating Active Green and Ross Ontario locations or visit HerculesTires.com slash AGR rewards. All right, uh, time to get to our news and notes. Uh, you might have heard it on yesterday's show. I was practically begging... Uh, you know, the powers that be at uh, the CFL to name Wes Hills a top performer. They listened. Well, likely not, but they did name him one anyway. Uh, they also named Malik Carney a top performer. Yeah, Ticats taking two of the three spots in the uh, CFL's top performers for Week 18 as Wes Hills, who's 25 carry, 132-yard rushing game, uh, was enough for the number two top performer. And Malik Carney, who had four defensive tackles, one tackle for a loss, and a career-high three sacks. Uh, he was named the third top performer. Dalton Schoen uh, finished first in voting as the uh, players were chosen by a panel of judges made up of Matt Dunnigan and Pierre Vercheval of RDS, who independently send their selections to the CFL League office. That's how that works. Uh, I'm just going to take credit and say they, they listen to me. Uh, as they become the uh, third and fourth Thai Cat, respectively, uh, to be named a top performer in the week. Uh, also, going on today, or happening today, officially announced, uh, we were actually talking about this with uh, Courtney Steven, uh, Director of Community Partnerships, last month uh, when it was posted on social media. But officially announced, as the Tigers have announced, a revamped high school mentorship program. You, you might have heard us talk about it on the show uh, Malik Carney is actually going to be part of the game that's happening today. Uh, I believe it's Bernie Custis and Sir Alan McNabb, and we'll bring you coverage of that on tomorrow's show. Uh, but yeah, the ninth season of the high school mentorship program, and it's powered by Stelco this year, and they've contributed $10,000 to the program in the form of five $2,000 bursaries, uh, which will be awarded to local high school students who are in their final year. Uh, and that includes the Chuck Ely Black and Gold Award that will be awarded to black student-athletes that exemplify the undefeated spirit 
of its namesake through commitment, equity, community, respect, and sportsmanship. And then there's the Made in the Hammer Award that will be given to student-athletes that embody Hamilton Sports Group and Stelco's values of commitment, leadership, community service, sportsmanship, and a heart of steel. And to nominate a player, you can go to TyCats.ca. And for more information on the high school mentorship program, also where you can go, TyCats.ca. As TyCats players have been uh, going over 20, I was talking about this with Courtney Stevens today, more than 20 different high schools in both Hamilton and Burlington. Uh, and this is the ninth year of the program, so very cool. Amelie Carney is part of that. As mentioned, we're going to hear from him in just a second, but let's start with the head coach and president of football ops. Here's what Orlando Steinauer had to say after practice today. Go to work. It's a process. That's it. Go to work, go to the meetings, and go out on the field. Have fun, work hard, stay humble and hardworking, and just know we're going to be in for a battle and um, prepare. That's how we go about it. Uh, I don't know if it gets easier because it's always different. I think it's, it's always challenging. Uh, might be uh, a better word there. But other than that, it's an uncontrollable factor. You know, people that can play will be able to play, and those that can't, can't sometimes you know you're you're faced with all kind of scenarios sometimes people are you know expecting a baby sometimes somebody's mother's sick sometimes uh, they're injured and so it, it's all results in the same as they may not play so um, whatever it looks like uh, mentally we're prepared uh, meaning no excuses we're going to go out and control what we can control but it's always challenging yeah well from my perspective it you know two hamilton tiger cats were selected, right? It's uh, the ultimate team sport. Uh, they can't get it done without their teammates. I do think it's fun to reflect back when people have great individual performances, um, but I think they'd be the first to congratulate their teammates also. So it's nice to get Hamilton recognized, proud of both of them and their individual efforts. Uh, just an interesting game because you can't get it done alone. So, um, but, you know, we always talk about play opportunities and plays made. And when they had an opportunity, they made their plays. So uh, it's nice for them to get credit. Um, I just approach it personally. Like, how many times have we lost out there this year? Same amount of times that we've won. That's how we approach it. Has no bearing on this game. That being said, you haven't won on the road yet this year. Yeah. That's something that is acknowledged in the room? Everybody's aware of, you know, where we've gotten our wins. Um, you know, it's up to me to address these type of questions. That's not something we focus on in our meeting time. <laughs> that is the head coach and president of football ops, Orlando Steinauer, as we caught up with him after practice today. Also had a chance to catch up with Malik Carney, who, as we mentioned, was named a CFL top performer for week 18 and asked him about his big game. Here's what he had to say. Uh, I think that's just a momentum swing for us, you know, leading into the next game, uh, you know, just building on it brick by brick, um, you know, getting after the quarterback, you know, just reading their tendencies and just doing the same thing that we've been doing uh, as the beginning of the season to now just staying consistent, just keep putting my best foot forward. Yeah, I mean, that's that's always great to see that team step, but the most important is the win. You know, once we get that win, you know, we can, you know, pat ourselves on the back, but it's always corrections to be made. And, uh, you know, once we get those corrections, it's always – you know, moving forward. Uh, you know, just from last year to now, just making the, the adjustments, you know, that yard off, making my adjustments, widening, tightening, uh, you know, just playing ball. At the end of the day, to me, it's just football. And, uh, you know, I feel like I got a good dial on the, you know, the differences between American ball and Canadian ball. It's just football to me. 
I mean, when I talk about the D-line, I don't even think of the D-line. I think experience. You know, we got a lot of guys in there that's older, um, a lot of veteran guys um, that knows ball. And, you know, we just feed off each other and uh, a lot of energy. Um, you know, probably just as every other team, that front line, whether it's offensive line or defensive line, the team usually goes as the that, that line goes. And, uh, you know, we just try to lead and just do our thing up front. I mean, I look at all those guys as leaders, you know, just as myself. You know, everybody don't have to be a vocal leader. Some guys lead by example. But when it's time something to be said, you know, those guys usually step up and say it. And, you know, that's what we need, you know. And um, whether it's a younger guy or older guy, if it's something that needs to be corrected or checked at that moment, anyone has the floor to do so. That's what a team is all about, being accountable and holding each other to that standard. What do you expect to see out of this Calgary offense Friday? I expect them to bring their best because we sure will. That is Malik Carney as we caught up with him after practice today. Freshly named a CFL top performer, joining teammate Wes Hills as uh, players getting honored in week 18. Uh, Wes Hills had a big game, and we'll talk to his running backs coach in just a second. That's Coach Jared Baines. But uh, before we go, and a reminder, full scrums are always available at tightcats.ca. Uh, before we wrap up, we did have a chance to catch up with Lawrence Woods III, uh, who made his impact in his return to the lineup last week. And here's what he had to say about getting back in the lineup and looking ahead to this week's matchup in Calgary. Man, it was exhilarating. It was honestly, it was great. You know, um, having to sit out these umped amount of weeks or whatever, it, it felt just like it felt like home again. You know, it felt uh, felt like it was a missing piece that was put back in, and it just worked out well. So uh, honestly, just the honestly the main thing, keep the keeping the main thing, the main thing. You know, when I'm back there, make sure I uh, catch the ball cleanly. You know, and having like the right the right reads and make sure uh, I'm running the right plays when we're out there. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be as successful as I am without them. You know, uh, the 11 other guys putting their heart on the line, their butt on the line, and they won't never be in the newspaper for it. You know, I'll always get the song so light about it, but honestly, without them, I wouldn't be able to do what I could do. Honestly, it just get me fired up because, like, all right, now it's my time to make my play. You know, like, I'm sitting out, you know what I'm saying, watching offense and defense, and it's like, all right, it's about my time. You know what I'm saying? Start getting ready, like, starting to flick the light on, like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, just uh, coming approaching each week, and we want to be one and zero. That's all. Honestly, you know, we don't want to look further into the future. We just want to, or look back into the past. We want to step forward and keep going each time we uh, step on the field. I mean, it just felt good, you know, especially uh, winning at home. You know, always protecting the hammer, uh, winning at home, and then giving us that confidence to go win on the road. You know, go give us uh, give that confidence to do something that we haven't done yet, but to spark it. You know. It gave us that little spark of confidence and boost that we need. I mean, I've definitely, like, seen, like, stuff on, like, Twitter, you know, stuff like that. But, like, honestly, um, it hasn't really been mentioned, like, around the room or locker room just because it's, like, it's it's another opponent, you know. We're going to go in and we're going to try to win regardless. Like, regardless of what the past say and what happened back then, we're going to try to come in and win each and every time. And that is Lawrence Woods the third as we caught up with him after practice. And Lawrence Woods in kick return yards right now is number one in the league. Yeah, he's got 746 yards off kick returns, uh, 761 off kickoff 
returns. That's good for fourth in uh, the kickoff returns category. But, yeah, Lawrence Woods having an impact this year for sure uh, for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And, uh, uh, you know, averaging 14 yards per return on punt returns, 23 yards on kick returns, both near the uh, top of the league. So he's got three games. He could still make a strong case for a special teams player of the year, especially if he can break out another touchdown or two in these last three weeks. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised despite the fact he's missed some time. Uh, he's definitely had an impact on the uh, tie cats return game. And again, as you heard there, giving a lot of credit to his teammates, uh, the other guys who play on special teams. All right. Very pleased to be joined by the, Running backs coach of the Ticats, that is Coach Jared Baines. And uh, Coach, a uh, big game for West Hills, 132 yards, 25 carries. Uh, what did it mean to you uh, to see him have a game like that? Yeah, he ran hard, ran physical. I know he, in the media, proclaimed uh, that he would do it beforehand, and I thought he lived up to kind of what he said. And, you know, I think, um, you know, he kind of uh, – played to our expectations I thought he kind of stood on the shoulders of other players before us Don did a great job before him Earls has done a great job before him and I think he you know lived up to the standard that he had set for himself in practice and I think he uh, played physical played hard and was a great asset for us in the run game as well as the protection it takes takes the right kind of guy to buy in to what you're asking your running backs to do really the last two years Donnie J switching off Wes. I mean, Wes had to sit and watch a long time. It took patience. He admitted that. And now Don's going through that. Is it fair to say that not every player could handle what you're asking them to do? Yeah, it's tough, especially when, you know, you've been on the sidelines for that long, you know, in Wes's case and with Don's case as well. I think what we get from both of them, they both are pros. They're both pros and they both understand their role in the team, whether it's starting, whether it's not starting. They both provide energy every day. They both provide an element of leadership and what they do. So I think definitely it is tough, but I think they both are great men, first of all. They're both great teammates, second of all. So I think they naturally understand their role and have done a great job in whatever we give to them week to week. Uh, Wes's size is just downhill power. Was that something you, you, you always knew he had? Or was, especially the last few games, is it something that's that's emerged that this offense might have bit more options than maybe it did at the beginning of the year oh we knew no we we knew we knew it was there no we knew it was there and it's it's i think with the nature of the business and the nature of of practice where you, you a lot of practices are unpadded and even when they are padded you're trying to protect each other it doesn't show sometimes in practice which is natural but we knew it was there and i think we were kind of waiting to unleash the beast a little bit like i said don had done a great job for us um you know so when the decision was made we knew it was coming and uh you know we were excited to see it we definitely knew it was there i think you can you know go back to his tape at slippery rock go back to his tape when he was with the redskins and i think it, it would be reflected of what we saw in the previous in the last two weeks it was it's been there it's always been there and we knew it was coming so it was fun to see the o-line obviously a super important part of of any offense especially the run game what have you seen from that group and how have you and coach gibson collaborated in in making sure that you can get the best out of you know the guys you dress out there yeah full credit to the o-line realistically we wouldn't we would not be able to put up whatever it was 135 yards without their signals their their calls their understanding of defenses their understanding of fronts and front movements so full full marks to them they get as much credit as west 
would get for his running, and he would be the first to give them that credit, I would hope. Um, so, you know, With myself and Coach Gibb, we will definitely try to design plays that are going to be best for that week. But again, within the game, they have to react to what they're seeing. Uh, you know, The addition of Beard, um, the expansion of the knowledge of, of Coulter, Woodmansey, the experience of Rev, uh, and our tackles, uh, Riley and Colin Kelly playing at a high level really makes it easy for us in the back end. Um, you know, we're kind of just following their lead back there in the run game. And it makes it really easy for us. What have you learned about yourself as a coach uh, this year? Uh, you know, it's, it's just as I've moved positions from receivers to running backs, I think I've learned more and more. I kind of learn each week a new thing, and it's things that you don't think about in the offseason. I guess what I've, what I've learned about myself, that's a good question. What I've learned about myself is that it's just patience. Patience sometimes, I think, um, you know, you always want to get the quick fix, but I think naturally as you deal with uh, – athletes and you deal with a, a game where there's a lot of moving pieces and nothing is going to be 100% certain you just have to show patience and I think maybe where at times I was a little too agitated last year to try to make things right right now I think it's patience is something that I've really have tried to be cognizant of this year and it doesn't have to happen right now which is something we've got to work through as the days go along uh, we've heard the, the players express their confidence in, in this group why are the coaches confident that this group can make the playoffs and make a run in the playoffs the talent level is there. Um, you know, the talent level is there. I think for the players, why we believe in them is they have continuously throughout the season, you know, we've had some unfortunate losses, but throughout there's been no question of the effort and the desire to win from the team. I think it's just a matter of us putting all the pieces together and then letting us roll from there. So I think we're doing it. We've done a great job these past few weeks. I think, like I said, the effort is there. The physicality is there. We just need to continue to let things roll downhill and let this thing snowball into the playoffs. Thanks, Coach. Thank you very much. And my thanks to Coach Jared Baines, running backs coach for the Ticats, for joining me today. Uh, my thanks to you as well, because we could not do the show without you, and so we very much appreciate it. Make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other great shows on the Ticats Audio Network. Hey, you can win a trip to the Ticats October 29th away game in Ottawa with Journey Rewards. Simply hit ticats.ca slash journey dash rewards to enter to win two tickets on Via Rail, hotel and game tickets, plus a chance at other prizes, including an autographed Ticats jersey or $250 gift card to the Ticats shop. Go on the road with the Ticats to Ottawa with Journey Rewards. All right, that'll do it for us today. We are back tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on the Ticats Audio Network when the CFL and TSN's Glenn Suter joins us and also gets a brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy, dropping with uh, the Calgary Suns' Danny Austin, uh, dropping as well on the Ticats Audio Network. From all of us here, I'm Louie Butko. Hope you have a great day. Ticats today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gamedayatticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gamedayatticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.